Poised for Exit is a show for business owners who want to achieve a successful exit based on their own terms. Your business exit will likely be the biggest financial transaction of your life, and for most, you'll have one shot at doing it right. The topics and guests we feature and the stories they share will provide valuable ideas and strategies to improve operations and grow enterprise value so you can achieve the best possible exit outcome. Now, here's your host, award-winning certified exit planning advisor, Julie Keys. Welcome everyone to Poised for Exit, the exit planning podcast show. We have a big treat for you today. The president of the Exit Planning Institute, Scott Snyder, is here in the studio. And Scott's going to share with us his perspective on the future of the exit planning industry, lessons he's learned as an entrepreneur, and how EPI will play a role in exit outcomes of the future. But first, let's hear from our esteemed show sponsors. Right now, there's a record number of buyers looking for businesses, and many businesses are selling at a premium. To get a free confidential business valuation so you'll know what your business might be worth, contact a broker at Sunbelt Business Advisors at 612-455-0880. We're Minnesota's largest seller of companies. Let us help you maximize your life's work. Call 612-455-0880 or visit sunbeltmidwest.com. What we see with many businesses is that they've never gotten marketing to work consistently and the marketing they do doesn't meaningfully impact their bottom line. Data approaches it differently by partnering with clients for long-term, sustainable marketing solutions. They start with a consultative, crawl, walk, run approach that helps you scale your marketing efforts naturally. Data provides marketing for the long-time success of your business to tell your story in a compelling way and to make sure the value you bring is apparent to everyone. Go to data.com for more information. That's D-A-Y-T-A dot com. Trustpoint will design and manage a 401k plan that fits your company's needs. They handle everything from record keeping and investments to employee education and ongoing administration. And they take on the highest level of fiduciary responsibility to ensure your 401k plan is compliant. You already have plenty to keep you up at night. Your 401k plan should not be one of them. Visit TrustPointInc.com for more details. For business owners, it can be overwhelming to start planning a transition or exit strategy, but it's so important to avoid unwanted outcomes and unexpected tax bills. The CPAs at JAK, John A. Knudsen & Company, can guide you and help make sense of the numbers. Our firm was established over 90 years ago, and we've assisted countless companies with ownership transitions. Leaving your business is a process that takes time. So contact us today to discuss your situation. Visit our website at jakcpa.com. That's jakcpa.com. Hey, everybody. We are here in the studio with Scott Snyder, the president of the Exit Planning Institute, as you heard in my opener. And I'm so excited to have you on the show. Yeah, thanks, Julie. I appreciate you guys having me out. Yeah. Good good 24 hours here. <laughs> we have had a good 24 yeah. hours here. The weather hasn't been the best, but... But it's turning, right? It's it's it's, yeah. the, it's the fall time. It was it's like 86 degrees in right. Cleveland the other day. Now it's I'm in Minneapolis, and it's like 45 and blowing rain. Yeah. But can't be better than uh, blowing out a shoe, and right? Well, you know what? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was blustery in many ways yesterday, so... <laughs> but I also heard that you uh, won a big award uh, recently as well. I did. Uh, top women in finance. Congratulations! Exciting, yeah. Thank so you. So, is there like a like a like an event that you have to go to 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 receive yeah. the award and everything? Yeah, in a here, few weeks. Is that uh, like a, a statewide award here, or is it 
like national? It's a it's a state award, and it's um, through Finance and Commerce, which is actually a national publication, and then yeah. each market has their own publication. And so this is for our market, for yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. You're just yeah. kicking out awards these the, like in the past couple well, of years between EPI stuff and so you got all kinds of good stuff going on. Congratulations. That's Thank awesome. Thank you. It's an honor. Yeah. So as far as the shoe blowout, I just have to, <laughs> you know, we got to kind of um, unravel that a little bit we for do. the benefit of Bob, our producer who is sitting here because he doesn't even know the story. So um, for some of you out there know that I live like in northern Minnesota. So I have to pack my car with all my stuff and everything I'm going to need for however long I'm going to be in town. I had a lot of things going on over the next, you know, like yesterday and today. Well, one thing I didn't do is bring any extra shoes except for tennis shoes. And I'm literally like leaving the gym yesterday and my shoe starts falling apart like like a dress sandal. OK, I'm like, dang it. Now what do I do? So I run to the store, grab some super glue and I glue it in the car. Thank God. Oh, it's going to be perfect. It'll be fine. Then I get to the venue, and I'm walking through the parking lot and into the hall, and all of a sudden, my shoe completely mm. falls apart, like completely. Like, I'm barefoot, and I've got a strap <laughs> around my ankle. <laughs> when, I, when I walked into the event, I was so excited to see you. You were one of my favorite people. So I came walking around, and you were just standing there laughing, and I was like, oh, that looks like Julie, right? You know, just happy and, and, and about to kick off a really good event. And as I turned that corner, there was two, like, busboy guys from the country club that yeah. were supposed to be serving like coffee and drinks, but instead were helping Julie tape her shoe up in the yeah. corner. <laughs> Thank God they had black duct tape. Bob, it you should have been there. You wouldn't know, you know, no one, no one knew. Well, and then unfortunately it was like the thoroughfare for all of the mm-hmm. people coming to the event, walking by, wanting to know what happened to my shoe. So here I am in front of God and everybody, you know, talking about how I blew out a shoe. Well, anyway, that's enough about the shoe, but um, I uh, guess you had to be there. It was pretty funny. It was. I yeah. thought it was hilarious. It you was. took it well. Got to do it. Well, we are here to talk about you and EPI and all the cool things that have happened. Mm. I mean, it's a different company. Uh, yeah, so we just celebrated our 10-year uh, anniversary last year. It's so amazing, Scott. And it's, yeah, it's pretty... Everything it's about pretty it. pretty changed. It's, I mean, it's been yeah. a wild ride, but a good one, no doubt. For sure. So let's, for the benefit of the listeners that don't know your background, maybe you could just share just a snippet of, like, how did you get here? How did this happen? Yeah, so kind of an interesting background, right? I um, I had a, I was telling this story the other day. I, I had a job for like two weeks. I was a janitor at an all boys high school, and uh, that last that just lasted a couple of weeks. And then I threw a lawnmower in the back of a Ford Taurus sedan, and we call ourselves landscapers. Me and my buddy Mikey, and uh, Mikey went off to college, and I incorporated the company. And when I did, uh, that's kind of where I spent my time. I ended up dropping out of college to concentrate full time on that, and was able to have my first exit at age 24. So mm-hmm. that was my first uh, kind of experience with what we talk about and know today as exit planning and exit strategy. What was interesting is that my dad, Chris, uh, is a SEPA and was a SEPA back then, part of the first 100 SEPAs ever certified. So now we have 5,000, over 5,000 SEPAs in the market today. But nevertheless, we, you know, and to, to make the story short, we just kind of flipped the script. Once I got into working with dad's uh, consulting firm where he was helping business owners grow and, and sell their companies, we said, look, I think the missing component here is maybe one of two things or both. One, everybody's coming at exit planning from different angles. So mm-hmm. the financial advisors stick to the personal financial side. The consultants stick to the business growth side. The attorneys stick to the legal side. No one's ever kind of coming together around common themes and, and, and goals and approaches. And it wasn't easy. It was a lot of philosophies and concepts. So the business owner would say, that all sounds great, but how do we actually go do it? 
Well, dad being a Price Waterhouse guy, very like systems and process and methodical guy, created a, a methodology that we know today as the value acceleration methodology. Yes. Dad and I flipped that, bought the Exit Planning Institute in 2020, I guess that would have been 2012, and uh, uh, have been running that value acceleration methodology in API with our advisors really ever since and kind of mm-hmm. evolving that as, as the market has evolved and more and more SEPAs have, have, have used it. So kind of a weird, I went from majoring in horticulture and landscape construction to now in professional education, working with owners and advisors. So kind of a, a wild ride for my 21-year career being a, a business owner. Well, I know that like landscaping businesses can be quite lucrative. I have had yeah, clients and still do actually in that industry, and they're doing quite well. Um, but yeah, completely different than, than, but yet at the same time, there's still business lessons, right? Oh, 100%. You know, that you learned um, yeah. along the way there and that you've learned since you've just grown EPI into this enormous organization with such a fine community so really proud of you yeah thank you say. i appreciate it well you've been yeah. there as a as a mentor and a friend for almost the entire ride with with, with epi so i've yeah. i've it's interesting like i had like a, a wild maturity ride in, in owning owning epi with dad it's been uh it's been uh, uh a bunch of lessons put together for sure well yeah. my first exit planning lesson actually came when i sold that company in 2010 of course i had let my business identify me yeah. I didn't call it exit planning back then, right? Certainly yeah. dad was calling it, but that was my first kind of big mm-hmm. lesson with it, the, the personal planning that we always talk about. Well, for me, I think that I kind of came into the exit planning scene because I found that it was necessary. Mm. I had my, I had my yeah, own yeah, exit, yeah. and it wasn't, it wasn't that great. Like, it could have been way better, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. And so much of that had to do with not being aware myself of the process and then not having good advisors, right? Totally, So, yeah. anyway... Um, so that's where we've been. Now yeah. let's talk about where we're going. Yeah. So as far as EPI, okay, so for the listeners who aren't aware, I was referring to an event that we were at last night. It was the Owners Forum, and we've had in the Twin Cities market, we've had that event almost annually for probably the last six, six or seven, seven years. years, okay? Yeah. And usually Scott is out here for it. Well, this year we... Um, uh, rolled out the results of another state of owner readiness survey. And so that event was yesterday mm. and, um, and it was amazing. Like we had a really good turnout and thank you again for being here and, and rolling out those results. I think um, for p- people that don't know, if you don't have a copy of that survey, um, you should ping me and I will make sure and send it to you. I just wanted to mention that. So yeah. for those that weren't aware. It's pretty incredible results. I would encourage everybody to dive and kind of download mm-hmm. it, dive into it, both, both business owner and business advisor, because the work that, frankly, folks like you have done, Julie, here in, in the Twin Cities in the state of Minnesota has really changed owner's perspective on exit planning. They're much more educated. They're much more aware and they're, they're literally out there practicing it and living it, what we would call a, a value acceleration-centric lifestyle. So talk about a, a business journey for us uh, at EPI. It's like a dream, almost like a dream come true, right, where you can actually see the owners now. Now, it took them seven years, at least in this state, right, to kind of mm-hmm. embrace it. Yeah. But now that they have, you could see some pretty significant results in a positive direction, very favorable. And we still have work to do. Which, oh, 100%. Right, we all have, yeah. Um, but I think just that getting the awareness out is helping with educating the owners. As we know, confused minds don't make decisions, which is a lot of reason why people resist the process because they just aren't aware. And so, you know, everything that you guys have done, that we've done with you, um, we've certainly had a lot of help doing it. So um, happy that we're still on this journey together. Yeah. Future's bright, I think, for exit planning. I think it's like... Oh, heck yeah. It's like, and that's why I always say, like, exit is right now. It's all around us. And, it it's, a good, and it's a good thing, right? It is a so good thing, whether yeah. you're 25 just starting your first business or 65 more immediately trying to harvest value from your company, 
I think exit planning, exit strategy is alive and well, uh, both again from a, an advisor's perspective and a business and a business owner's perspective. So the future generally for our profession, and I think for business owners in our country, are, is super bright. Well, when we were at the event yesterday, you were yeah. talking about like a couple of the generations and the differences mm. between the generations, yeah. and I've noticed that too. I think we actually touched on that when I was on your show not too mm. long ago. Um, where, you know, obviously there's still boomers that need to transition and haven't yet. Mm -hmm. But we're also seeing Gen Xers come up and they seem to be a little bit more prone to want the outside perspective and the outside Mm. advice, at least in my experience, which to me um, is a win for them more than us, right? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Just, just, uh, you know, knowing that they don't have all the answers and they're not going to try to DIY and thinking about it earlier yeah. Right. Instead of wanting to um, wait until they're 75. One of the biggest characteristics for that Gen X generation. So people in their 40s and early 50s, basically, give or take, is that they value their time. So they're actually not going to exactly. spend a lot of time no. spinning their wheels. Right. And they're open to feedback. So rather than spinning their wheels and trying to figure out or kicking the can down the road, they're saying, well, maybe I should turn to a professional advisor and ask for some advice because I can't quite seem to figure this out. So uh, plus, I think the that and combine that with kind of a natural uh, a natural want for a work-life balance or blend. So these are the folks wanting to decentralize themselves away from the business. Uh, they want to work smarter, not harder. They want to embrace technology. These are going to be your boomerang owners that actually sell their company in 10 or 15 years, go right. buy or start another one and do that for the exactly. next 10 years, right? So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think that, again, favorable market for both owners and advisors makes our job a little bit easier as advisors because they're just naturally a little bit more into exit strategy if taught right, right? If they kind of understand what it means uh, and certainly favorable for the business owner themselves because if they can embrace exit strategy early on, think about that. If you knew what we teach all the time at age 40 and you ran 10 or 15 years on a value acceleration methodology approach, how valuable your business could be, how profitable yeah. your business could be yes. and kind of how a balanced and blended your life could be. I mean, it's just like... I think it's I think it's I think it's I think it's excellent. I'm I'm excited for the next 10 years. Well, like you guys always say and we learn in the SEPA program that exit strategy is business strategy, yeah. right? And as Sean said yesterday and I I sign up for that too in terms of exit being a form of transition but not the only transition. So when we think about the Gen Xers, I think that there's going to be lots of opportunity for Gen Xers and millennials Um, to go through some kind of business transition whereby Mm. they either um, acquire some of these smaller uh, boomer companies that are going to be available, right? Doing roll-ups and bolt-ons, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And and maybe merging. I mean, there's all kinds of, right, buy this partner, bring this partner in, whatever the the different transition Mm -hmm. options are. Um, It's exciting, like super exciting. Yeah. And we were talking last night at dinner, too. We... uh then we haven't even discussed like the the micro market of companies, right? The 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 almost right. like the mom and pop kind of shops and right. that built businesses. I was talking last night. I was looking at this business locally back home in Cleveland. They own the business together, um, uh, husband and wife, for thirty six years. Yeah, they're at that kind of traditional retirement age, and they are saying mm-hmm. like, "Look, we're owner operators here, so this is our life, and we've made a great life. But it's time for us to do something different. Our kids are now, you know, getting out of college, starting families. We're going to be grandparents. They're getting married." Mm-hmm. Um, and they want to spend a little extra time that way. So who's buying those companies, right? Exactly. So I think there's a, a lot of transition to be seen. Right. Lots of opportunity. We'll be talking more about that in the future, I'm sure. But let's talk about the future of EPI. Sure. Okay. So uh, the impact that EPI has had on the exit planning industry mm. worldwide. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
that's why we call it global, right? Um, is is astonishing, and you know, you guys did it right mm. going through the advisor, yeah. Because the advisor is the the facing right client facing person, yeah. Um, and the impact that they have on you know all of their client base, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, is the ripple effect is amazing. Yeah, I think. Um, but let's look at what is EPI looking to do in the future. Like, sure. I know we we could talk about your impact all day long, <laughs> um, and and we you know there's there's obviously there, and everyone would attest to that that is aware of EPI. But what are you going to do in the future? Sure. So uh, for the Certified Exit Planning Advisor com- community, which is what we're most known for, the SEPA designation, mm-hmm. we're at five thousand now. We wanted to get to ten thousand Certified Exit Planning Advisors, and so that's a like a three to five year projection. And I think why that number is big, well, 10,000 is big in and of itself, but I think mm-hmm. that's where we truly start to see some impact, right? Where mm-hmm. you walk in and the owner knows what a SEPA is. Like, oh, that's somebody that really understands how sure. to blend and balance business, personal, and financial elements yeah. and help me grow value, right? So I think we're super impactful at 10,000 10, SEPAs. But for me, the big change is I just don't want to be known for SEPAs. We're a professional education company that uh, provides the courses, the credentials, the conferences, the community, everything that a professional advisor in particular would need to have a better relationship with a business owner and then bring them down that value acceleration-centric journey, right, through that 5, 10, 15 years of, of owning that company. And so I don't believe everybody in the market needs to be a SEPA really at all. I think it's right for some, not right for others. But I do think particularly over the next five to 10 years, if you want to be impactful with lower middle market and small business owners, you need to understand what it means to have a a value creation mindset and not just an income generation mindset. Mm -hmm. And you need to understand about the the blended balance or, if you will, the the blend of business, personal, and financial. So for us, we're focused on growing our conferences, our exit planning summit. We're focused on growing the uh, EPI Academy program, which is online, on-demand, self-paced education. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're bringing um, new products, uh, I think, to the market, I would say, over the next couple of years. Really, okay. at the end of the day, we have 5,000 SEPAs here in, in, in the market today. But if you looked at the amount of advisors that we impact each year, that's 20,000 individuals. So like last night at our Business Owners Forum, most of the people there were not SEPAs, but they're regularly attending chapter events. They're getting engaged. They're downloading content. They're learning, and they're growing in their own way. Mm-hmm. And so that's really, I think, the future for EPI has really become the gold standard. Right. So when people think exit and value creation, they think about the value acceleration methodology and the work of the Exit Planning Institute community. So that's from a high level, right? At least that's kind of where we're going mm-hmm. over the next five to, to five to ten years. But I think we could be massively impactful given the stuff we were just talking about with the next generation of owners being much more accepting of, of exit mm-hmm. strategy and things of that nature and having these boomerang exits. I think it's going to be a busy market in five, ten years. So when you think about, and I agree with you 100%, um, when you think about the most impactful thing that EPI brings to the table, <laughs> I know there's a lot. Really putting me on the spot, huh? Yeah. Yeah. In, in your mind right now today, what would you say that is? I think what EPI brings uh, to the table most impactful is a, a pathway to actually exit your company significantly, right? So you hear me talk about a lot this year, success to significance. Let me just explain quickly. Mm-hmm. I think most business owners, if you ask them if they feel proud and successful in what they have built over the 10, 20, 40 years mm-hmm. of their business, I think most owners in the room would raise their hand and say, yeah, I have a great product or service. I have great employees. I have great customers with great relationships, great culture. And uh, 
But when you go to actually exit their company, their problem happens because they're slapped in the face because somebody's now called their baby ugly. They don't have the value that they had thought in their business, or maybe not any at all. Or the next generation, the, the sons, the daughters, they don't want the business. Mm-hmm. So now what, what am I supposed to do? So although they might have spent a whole career building something that has been actually very impactful, very yeah. successful, provided a lot of people with a, a lot of great uh, services and products or a, a lot of, uh, with a great lifestyle, they can't ever get out of it. So it, it's kind of a shame to me. I used to tell this tomato plant story, right? Like who grows tomato plants in your garden never to actually harvest the fruits of your labor? It would be ridiculous, right? You spend all growing season tending this garden just to let it all rot away. Yeah. I don't think we're intentionally trying to do that as business owners, but we haven't moved to a mindset of significance. And a mindset of significance would be a company that is highly valuable, transferable, ready and attractive, yes. potentially and even in any market, that's again aligned to your business, personal and financial goals. So where I can make the most impact is I showcase that to a business owner. They can actually see it, they can do it, it's turnkey, and mm-hmm. they put it a part of their lives and their businesses, so it's about their, it's about their daily jive. So it's just how they run companies. That's really, if you look out, Julie, 10 years, that's what I want. That's my legacy. My dad's legacy is creating the value acceleration methodology, which has totally changed the way we've done business as advisors and owners over the last 10. If I can actually get owners living it and saying, yeah, I mean, I live a value acceleration-centric lifestyle, that's impactful. Yeah. We're not there yet, but we will get there. Well, and it's not just impactful for the owner. The impact is also reflected upon all of the stakeholders, right? Everybody. In, including communities where they operate when we're talking about small 100%. businesses, right? Because when they don't exit well, then the ripple effect is not good for lots of people that well, are Well, think involved. about your state of owner readiness survey. When you're doing that mm-hmm. research, the, the Minnesota economic profile said you have 534,000 small businesses here in your state alone. Yeah. If every one of those businesses, you know, uh, uh, if, if you took 66% that are looking over the next five years, mm-hmm. you're down to about 352,000 that will come up for sale in the next five if they were just worth a million bucks, mm-hmm. you have $352 billion of wealth transfer. Beyond the wealth transfer for that owner, you, in, you impact 845,000 employees, plus the vendors, plus the, you know, and everybody else involved. So everybody. to your point, it's much more than business owner and advisor. It, it's really, an, I think, it's, it's, it's social and economical impact. Totally economical, micro right. and macro. 100%. Right? Because, we, as we all know, I know I say this all the time, small business turns the wheels of industry. 100%. And we don't if we don't have them and if we're not taking care of them, then it's bad for everybody. 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 100%. So, as far as being an entrepreneur, mm. Yeah. What would you say are some of the most valuable lessons that you've learned as a business owner? Sure. I um I would say maybe three right out of the gate. So, number 1 was my first lesson I, I talked about as, as we started the show, don't let your business define you. Don't fall in love with your business. Fall in love, fall in love with being a business owner. So whether I had the, the khaki pants and the tucked-in polo shirt planting a tree or where I have the suit and tie up at the Business Owners Forum on mm-hmm. yesterday speaking in a professional education setting, I love doing business. I love working with people. I love yeah. solving problems. That's probably one. Two, I'm in a family business with my dad, so when I think about entrepreneurship lessons, I think about spending the extra time and practicing as a father and son team or whatever that might mean for yes. your family business. Right. People always ask me and my dad, it's like, is this real? Like, you guys are really this tight with each other. What they don't see is the books that we read, the exercises and assessments that we do right. that impact our relationship yeah. uh, inside and outside of the office. And I would say three, uh, don't underestimate the impact of the people that surround you. I think in my very first business, I underestimated the power of people. 
And it really since our pandemic, since a big pivot in, in 2020 for, for our company, which is a, probably a whole nother show that we could talk about, mm-hmm. the, the, the impact of the, at the time, 15 employees at EPI was, was huge. And uh, we certainly wouldn't be here uh, without having some taking care of the, the folks that work with us. So don't ever underestimate the power of the mm-hmm. people that surround you. Um, yeah. and, and everything that comes with that, right? The delegation, the decentralizing of the owner, the trusting, and, and, and all mm-hmm. of that. So to me, people over the last three years for me has been a massive impact, for sure. Well, and you have surrounded yourself with amazing people. The EPI like, team is. I just said this on Monday to them. I, yeah. I, I've played professional soccer. I've played soccer in Europe. I've run two companies. I've advised a couple of companies. I sit on two boards, all yeah. teams in some nature. Yeah. This is by far the best team I've ever played on, and I think I'm honestly the worst player. You know, mm. I think that it. I, I always, when I look around and I sit with some of my folks, I say, I like, I am astonished at how just highly intelligent, creative, collaborative my folks are. I mean, it's honestly, they make me better every day. Well, you've brought people in that have different skill sets, but everybody at the same time wants to row in the same direction. Alignment. And you have, um, you've become this leader that people want to follow. Yeah. And you cannot be a leader if you don't have followers. <laughs> That's true. Okay? Yeah. And that not everybody true. manages well, right? right? So there's a difference, I say. Not yeah. everybody says this, but I say there's a big difference between being a really good leader yeah. and a good manager. Oh, 100%. Because management totally is more project-based yeah, yeah. and you know checks and balances, processes and systems. The leader, that's the visionary role, mm-hmm. right? Where are we going? Mm-hmm. Where are we today? And how are we going to get to here from here to there, right? Mm-hmm. And you're doing that really well. Thank so, you. I appreciate that. It's yeah. been a big, it's complex. It's been a challenge been, moving from manager yeah. to, to truly leader. Oh, I know. And everything that goes around with that. So for the, anybody listening to the show, right, and you've mm-hmm. been on that journey relinquishing control is a part of that, right? Yes. And getting out of that day-to-day yes. and, frankly, giving it to, again, people that do it better than you and then concentrating on your 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 delegate and elevate, right, vision, coaching, yeah. doing stuff like this, hanging out with my certified exit planning advisors, being active in the community. Uh, those are things that I, I enjoy the most and probably that I'm, I'm the best at. So yeah. it's been it's been a, it's been a change the last well, three years. It's been super impactful. Totally. And and I think that people in their lane staying and doing the things that they do best is is how you're really going to take this to 100%. into the stratosphere. Yeah. So into the stratosphere. Here yeah. we come. Yeah, can't wait. <laughs> yeah. It's it's yeah. been really fun. I, I enjoy being affiliated with UPI yeah. very you. much. So thank you. Thank you for being on the show. Absolutely. Thanks so for having me in the studio. I love doing this like live right here versus yeah. like on the Zoom calls. This is a pretty cool setup that you have going yeah. on. Yeah. And thanks to Bob for making it an entertaining place yeah. to sit and talk. Yeah. Bob's a man for sure. Very creative. Bob, say hi. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? all right well thanks everybody for joining us uh we will have this available of course for download very soon and scott again thank you for joining us and being here for the owners forum and supporting us and being the leader of epi we really appreciate it thank you thanks everybody join us again next time